Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's coming right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Justin, we have to breathe! Debris. Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. My name is Joe. Sitting next to me here is my co-host, Kelly. Hi. The TikTok fiend. I'm not on TikTok. That's what you said you were doing. I'm not. I'm on Borson.com. What is that? Borson is that delicious creamy cheese we had the other day. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. And I wanted to, I was looking at recipes to use for it because i had to ask amy again what it was and she I, told me i did not expect to like that it was so good though it was very good but i was wondering where i was supposed to buy it like well where did she get it well not like what grocery store but like where in the grocery store i was like is it by the cream cheese or is it with the fancy cheese it's you like know. a hybrid well you know like not all cheeses are in the same section well, right there's the Usually, like, the standalone section of fancy cheese that's by the deli. And then there's, like, regular cheese that you can get in the dairy section. She says it's in the, in the fancy part of the grocery store, so I have to go in the fancy part. I don't usually go there in the fancy portion. But now you're going to have to make it a point to go there. Yeah, like, should I dress up to get the fancy <laughs> cheese? It is like a Kentucky, Kentucky Derby thing. You need a hat. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I probably can't. Take Haley with me. She's usually covered in cookie crumbs. She's not fancy. She's covered in crumbs. Yeah, but who doesn't like cheese? Yeah. So anyway, I mean, they have some delicious looking recipes on here, like baked potato with that on it. They call it a smashed potato. So you like smash the potato. and then Oh, that's, the, that's what the, the really good cheesy potatoes are called at Mission Barbecue. Yeah, I just, I think that. I like there's a lot to be done. Like first of all, delicious on a Triscuit. But then like also there's these other things that I think would just be really good. Like using that to make deviled eggs. Like that would be interesting. Putting it on a burger. Like who thought of that? That sounds good. It's all good. All good ideas for sure. This person put it on street corn. Street corn. Well, I guess it's called street corn after you make it. It's just regular corn. Corn on the cob. But you make it street corn by... Adding stuff to it. I guess so. But anyway. I think that's similar to at the the one Mexican restaurant that we've gotten food from before. They have, like, they call it, I think, Mexican corn. It's probably very similar to that Mm because it was smothered and uh, I'm not sure if it was cheese, but there was a bunch of stuff on top of the corn on the cob. But it was very good. 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm not on TikTok. I'm looking at cheese recipes, I'll have you know. You will be on that, TikTok. It's inevitable. The recipes are to your benefit because you <laughs> get This is true. So like – I mean, after we're done here, I'm going to be eating pie that you made. Maybe. Or that Amy made. I mean, either way, that means some form of dessert made right? by So now you. you're in the position where you benefit from my cooking slash baking and my sister's. So maybe now just I'm here judge for a little it. less. I'm, I'm judge not judging. Less. I'm just pointing it out. Just pointing it out. That's all. Yeah. You don't have to get all defensive about it. I mean, I feel like I need to be a little defensive here. So we're back after a few-week hiatus. It's not never intentional, and it didn't revolve around, you know, health or lack thereof. <laughs> it's mostly because we're very busy right now. School has started. Uh, school started for the girls. I'm back to coaching football. It just shifts our schedules a lot. A lot of things are going on. We're, we're basically not around from 6 in the morning to 6 at night. And then until we get the girls, you know, fed and, and settled and in bed, you know, it's 8.30 at night and we haven't sat down yet. So They just, they just always need a meal right they just like, they can't feed themselves yet i wake them up in the morning and i have to get them breakfast and then i have to pack lunches and don't get me started on how much i hate packing lunches and they never both want to buy at the same time you know like we'll read them the menu for the school classes or the school lunches and one of them will want to buy and one of them will want to pack so i never get a day where i don't have to pack a lunchbox well when natalie went through and was buying every day in the week. Yeah. I was like, I really just like, just if Haley could one or two. Yeah. One or two would be good. It doesn't have to be all of them. I know it's not going to be all of them. And then she's just like, pack, 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 pack. Yep. Yep. And I packed our lunch yesterday. And what did she do? Dropped it on the floor. Dropped her food on the floor. After it was removed from the lunchbox and the Ziploc bags. I don't even know how it happened. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there, but she was trying to explain it to me. And I guess she likes to set it all, like, take it out of her lunchbox and set it all up in front of her a certain way. And then she shifted her lunchbox and it knocked the sandwich to the floor. Don't mess with the uh, perfectionists. Yeah. So then I have to feed them dinner. Like... They should just be foraging outside by now, I thought. I mean, roots and berries. Pop open a container of kitty food. I mean, if if it's okay for Frank and Charlie. (laughs) If it's okay for Frank and Charlie, then it's okay. Yeah, we're watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, they're horrible people. Oh, God, they're awful. I mean, we knew that. We had started it years ago. But now that we're, like, in the fifth season, we're just like, guys, it's so terrible. I mean, I think I thought previously, like, I'd seen enough of it to be like, okay, they're just dumb. But now, having watched this many seasons straight through, like binge watching it in the evenings, I'm like, they're just bad humans. There's, I, I, I enjoy the show because, well, you know, it's extreme and ridiculous and not based on true events. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of a more modern version of Seinfeld, as in there's no plot or reason. Like, it's just this group of people being horrible people. Yeah. But I, I would take It's Always Sunny over Seinfeld every day. I was never a Seinfeld person. I was never a Seinfeld fan either. But I do like It's Always Sunny. I just – they actively make decisions that end up with somebody getting hurt. Like they the – f- But that's why it's funny. <laughs> I, I No, I understand that. I guess I just am like – 
appalled by their behavior. Yeah, like if those are my children, I would disown them. I, I still don't find it as awkward as the early seasons of The Office or even like the first season of Parks and Recreation. There was just some very awkward moments between people. And I feel like all of the moments that could be that way are between the cast of characters. So it's not, you know, it's not awkward then. It's just them being ridiculous. Yeah, I can see that. I think I... I don't know. Like, I I enjoyed The Office, but I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, if it, if there's reruns on and there's nothing else on, I might tune in. But there's just some episodes that just I, I just can't watch. Like, I would I would I would choose Parks and Rec over The Office every I time. I would rewatch Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's been a while now since we've watched. You know, like the beginning few seasons. Could definitely do a rewatch there. But before we uh, dive any more into our TV watching habits, we got to start Brooklyn Nine Nine the last season. Mm-hmm. But Let's get to Twister. Hold on. I have something interesting to say to you. Oh, okay. I meant to say this to you this morning. But All right. I'll tell you now on the podcast. Sure. Go ahead. It is 100% unrelated to our oh, podcast. Okay. Well, that's most of our show is, so. Okay. So you know how I love my podcasts, my murder shows. murder shows. Murder shows and my podcasts. Uh, I was listening to, and that's why we drink, because. It's a murder show. It's a murder show. Well, it's also. And a, and a, a paranormal, paranormal yeah. ghost show. Like, it's enjoyable on both fronts. However, the last episode I listened to, which is admittedly from like nine months ago, I'm very far behind on all of them. Um, Christine was covering the case of Jean Benet Ramsey. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm very familiar with it popping up in the news when we were younger. Like you can picture the little girl's face. Yes, yes. Because that picture. Is it poofy when we, hair? Yeah, like she was a beauty pageant. Yeah, yeah, one of those so. l- little kids. And, that but her that. her beauty pageant picture was like plastered on the everywhere. front of like when we were maybe like ten. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say ten to twelve. Like everywhere, it's big like, in like the news. Mid 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 to late nineties. Yeah, like, like they never solved the case. No, still still open. And I I think that like it was one of those things when I was growing up that I knew of it. I knew that a little girl had been killed. Like she was a kid, I was a kid. It was alarming. But, like, I didn't know the details of the case. Right. Sort of thing. Anyway, there were some some potential suspects. And I think public opinion in general, although they were officially cleared of wrongdoing, was that her parents were involved in some way. Um, whether there had been an accident and she tried to cover it up. Or a more popular theory being her brother had killed her, her older brother, Burke. And the parents covered the it parents up. The parents covered it up because they didn't want to lose both children. Okay. So Burke Ramsey went to Purdue University and graduated in 2009. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was my little tidbit for today to tell you because we shared a campus with Burke Ramsey. for. Oh, yeah. He was there while you were there. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Huh. We were there from 2007 to 2009. And if he did a normal four-year degree there, which I believe he did, then so was he. So we might have crossed paths. Crossed paths with uh, with him on campus. Um, with a potential murderer, possible, maybe, maybe. Not. I don't know. We, we'll see. We won't know. Do they have? They don't have any DNA evidence in that case. There is DNA. There is DNA, but it, um, but it's inconclusive. Okay. Hmm. But it it was it was a weird case. I mean, they matched the handwriting on the ransom note to the mom's handwriting. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we we need to end this discussion here. We're going to go way off in a tangent. We're already 
<laughs> at the amount of time sometimes we do entire episodes and we haven't even watched the sorry i thought you like to talk about things no i i'm all all for that it's very interesting that that stuff do you like to banter is very, is very interesting we'll save some of the banter for the next episode Jeez. Ugh, fine so um coincidentally we did have someone reach out to us on twitter today asking uh Basically, if there were new episodes coming, they Is were my sister? refreshing their feed. No, uh, so, Is it our other listener, uh, a guy named Kyle. Hey, Kyle. He uh, he reached out and was finishing up at a football scrimmage and saw the notification and just let him know that yeah, we're just still doing it. We would love to get the episodes out more frequently, but it's tough during the fall for all the reasons we said at the beginning of the show. But things worked out tonight, and here we are. So let's uh, take a look and listen to minute seventy three. Of the movie Twister. So that was it. That was minute seventy-three. Really heavy with dialogue of there. Twister. Yeah, again, um, all the dialogue comes from the sound effects. Uh, not true. <laughs> Bill said, "Stay calm." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Down Bill, in the pit. Bill stay always calm. has those random. I I don't feel like you need someone shouting "Stay calm" at you, and like that's not the time. It's not the time, Bill. Chill, Bill. Chill, Bill. So that's the the minute here starts at the beginning. With the crew getting down into the pit in that garage, um, we see Joe and Bill with the intern Dusty slam the door shut as the Twister rips apart the, uh, the drive-in movie screen with uh, The Shining playing. Yeah, there's Bill. Let's go. Get down, everyone. Get down. Like they didn't know already. Like they weren't already down there. Like Bill's the one not. Bill's the only one not in the pit. And then I assume, maybe what he meant is get out of my way. Get out of my way. Let me down there. Um, and then uh, from debris or maybe a, a pressure change, the windows explode. Glass flies down at the pit and hits them. No they one all, seems to get cut from it, though. Well, they all stare up at it as it yeah. rains down on them. That's my favorite thing. That was one of my questions, or I'm uh, just watching in disbelief as they're in the pit, but they're all just standing around nonchalantly. Yeah. They don't duck and cover nope. <laughs> until the window explodes. I mean, yeah, and we, we learned it in elementary school, right? Like, we had to... Cover our necks, cover our eyes, right? That right. Was that our, was the that was what you had to do that for was what we practiced. An emergency drill, weather weather related, and you mm-hmm. out in the hallway, away from the windows. And uh, no, so everyone now is ducking as glass rains down on them. Bill is covering Melissa. Now everyone's like, nope. Okay, I think we'll look up again and see what's happening. And now parts of the metal the roof are being ripped apart. Uh, get to see the cool uh, Galaxy Drive-In sign. Which but, doesn't seem to be no, affected not, by the well, wind I mean, at all. Well, I mean, 
spoilers. It's coming, right? It's coming. Um, but yeah, so it's just pieces of, of the building. And it's kind of a little bit of foreshadowing for the end of the movie when they're in the shed with the uh, like all the farming equipment. Mm-hmm. With all like the, the uh, pickaxes or the sickles or whatever they are. You just kind of look up and see things swinging around here in the garage. And it's just very similar to what you're going to see near the end of the movie with Bill and Joe. But mm-hmm. like, like, like Kelly said, not really any dialogue for us to discuss. No specific or important meteorology happening. You briefly see the tornado tear apart the screen. And I assume... I thought that they were playing that moment in Twister or in The Shining where he's hacking at the bathroom door with the axe. And as he's hacking, that the storm. Well, yeah, well, that's what they were showing, wasn't it? Was it? Because he was I sticking. Don't... I thought he was sticking his head through the door. Was it? I just. I think so. Here, I'll pause it when we get there. It... Yeah, she's cowering, and he's sticking his head through the door. You mean like actually seeing him swing the? Axe? Yeah, I don't. In my brain, I did we had... see that earlier? Maybe I don't know. Okay, I mean that's that's the the actress is cowering while he is sticking his head in, saying, well, "Here's Johnny." Here's Johnny. Yeah. So, never watched Johnny Carson, never got the reference. I had never really watched it, but I knew of it, so I understood. I've only reference. seen The Shining once, and I watched it with you. Oh, you don't like scary movies. No, that's probably what's why I've only seen it once. Yeah. How come you don't like scary movies, so we never watch them? I don't really like war movies, but we watch them all the time. When, other than when we did the trade off thing, which I believe we've mentioned on this podcast before, where I picked a movie, you picked a movie. When do I ever make you watch war movies? Don't make me watch them, but like you will like flip past them on the television and just stop despite there being other people in the room that maybe don't want to watch that. And then that's how I end up on TikTok. It's culture. It's history. Yeah, I don't want to. (laughs) Pop culture. The scary movies are pop culture too. What do you need with history? Um now you derailed me. I feel like I had another another thing to say about you this. You needed to be derailed. It's fine. Meant, oh, I guess my only question was, what do you think does cause, or what do they, what does the movie want you to think is causing the window to explode? Do you think it's debris, or do you think it's pressure? Think it's pressure. You don't see anything break the window. It just... It just explodes. Yeah. Is it only one, though? Like, isn't there one next to it, and it's, like, untouched? Maybe this was weak. That one was weakened? Yeah. Like, watch when it explodes here. Look, the one to the right of it. So they show that, like, all these other ones. All these other ones. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. perfectly fine. But that one explodes in grand fashion. Hits everyone in the face. Now let's duck, so. Yep. So, minute 73. Terror at the drive-in. Tornadoes hitting... The entire storm chase team is down in this pit in this garage, plus a few other people, I believe, that we don't ever, never get identified. I don't think there's, yeah, they're just random patrons, I assume. But, and there we go. So we pause right when the, uh, is that compressed air? Mm-hmm. Is that a compressed air? Compressed air hose. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what we're going to pick up for minute 74 on the next episode is right when debris turns on the compressed air. That's where we're leaving off right here. So anything else to add from you about minute 73? No, you told me not to talk anymore. So. That is not what I said. You said the episode was too long. Nope. 
quit talking. Didn't so. did not say any of that. And the good thing is that this is recorded, so you can go back and listen mm. to. Well, what you say and what I hear are not always the same thing. Oh well, I I do believe that, and I yeah. I read the undertone. Mm, yes, I know what you're really saying. I, I am subtle like that. I, I do use subtext a lot, so yeah, subtle like a brick. Mm. Sure. Done. 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 We're done here. All right. So that is it for episode 73 covering this minute of the movie Twister. We'll be back again real soon with the next 60 second clip. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solid F2 Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, one.